Welcome to the Weekly Standard Podcast, live from the Republican National Convention in Cleveland. Here with us is Bill Crystal. And Bill, you wrote a piece for the uh, Weekly Standard blog at weeklystandard.com about potential uh, convention disasters. I got to say, the, the wheels have been pretty loose on this one so far. Yeah, but I think what happens when you're in the middle of these things, as we are, is you see that, oh, Melania plagiarizes Monday night, and there are a bunch of goofball speakers Tuesday night. You forget, 90% of the effect of these conventions is the presidential acceptance speech, the presidential nominee's acceptance speech Thursday night. The first convention I was at was 1988, the first Republican convention, the first convention, and it was chaos. The president, vice, then Vice President Bush picked Dan Quayle in a surprise vice presidential pick Tuesday. Didn't think of that. I mean, didn't announce it even, and, and, and his own staff didn't know who it was. They had to Xerox pages of the National Journal to tell the reporters what Quayle's record and background was. It was a big fiasco. He went on TV that night unprepared, did very badly. And I wasn't part of the operation at all. I was running a Senate campaign just kind of watching as a, from the bleachers. But so t- if you had spoken at this time, Wednesday afternoon, in that convention, it would have been disaster. Disaster. Can you believe that Bush was already behind Dukakis? Can you believe he's blowing it? Quayle gave a competent speech uh, Wednesday night that sort of stabilized his situation. Bush gave an excellent Excellent acceptance speech Thursday night. Uh, they had momentum coming out of the convention. Bush overtook Dukakis and, and won easily. So the lesson I took from that is, you know, you get in the middle of these things and it's a clown show and look at how badly the, the, the floor is half empty and can't they organize these things better? But if Trump pulls together a compelling speech, I don't say this is a Trump fan, but I just analytically, if Trump pulls together a compelling speech Thursday night, this could end up being a successful convention for the, for the Trump-Pence ticket. Uh, let me ask you, though, about the difference between having a successful speech as far as you know, motivating people looking presidential versus having a successful successful effort to win the election. I've heard a lot of people commenting on the things you mentioned, like the plagiarism issue and some of the miscommunication and the, the lineup changes show that there's not a lot of structure. So if you get people energized back home, you still got to get them to the polls. Are you seeing evidence that even if Trump puts a nice shine in the car, there doesn't seem to be a, there's like a two-cylinder engine under there? There is, but I'm not sure in this day and age that the so-called ground game matters as much. And I think if people want change, the thing Trump has going from that I think the conventional wisdom underestimates a little is people want change and he's the candidate of change. You and I have discussed this before. And that means if he can just get things reason to use your analogy, if the car just engine is like operating at some level of efficiency, even if it's only 60%, and if there's a little leak and other, it still can outperform someone who has, is going against the wind, you know? And, and Hillary is the candidate of the status quo. So I think the key for him is to reassure people Thursday night that he is for he's change, but he's not risky, irresponsible, reckless change, because people don't want that. And that's where I think a little more statesmanship, a little bit of maybe almost apologizing for the rash things he said and the rude things he said, a little more being presidential could really help him a lot. I will say that I have a different set of measurements for Trump than anyone else. For example, I don't know that he can deliver the speech. I really don't think he can. I think he has to take, he will He will be overcome by seizing the limelight. So here's my, here's my deal. Trump will be presidential to me if he walks onto the podium as opposed to being dropped in by a helicopter or a sky bag or anything. If he just shows up, I'll say, there he goes, presidential. But that's an advantage for Trump because the bar is so low. If he just says things that are utterly conventional, a couple of grace notes about how he looks forward to the campaign. He looks forward to convincing not just Republicans, but independents and Democrats of the case for him. He hopes they're able to have substantive debates. It does it will take so little for everyone, including even the liberal media, to say, whoa, Trump is really pivoting here. So I guess I do think he's being underestimated, but I, and, I, and I do think he'll benefit weirdly from how, bar, how low the bar is. 
Bill Crystal, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Weekly Standard podcast live from the Republican National Convention. We'll have more updates at weeklystandard.com.